Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today News, and welcome to our monthly Microsoft Teams news update. Today's update is sponsored by New Wave Communications. And as always, I'm joined by Tom Abuthnot, UC Solutions Architect, Microsoft Certified Master, and MVP. Welcome, Tom. Yeah, hey, Rob. How's it going? Very good. Very good. Good to see you. How's things? Yeah, good. It's been a busy start for the year to me. It's all go here, but yeah, all good. Well, a little bird tells me uh, you've got a new job. Tell us, uh, tell us about that. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So quite a, quite a big change for me. Uh, Eleven years at Modality, coming up through through that company for um, being a big big part of that conversation. Uh, I decided it's time for a change. So I've actually got two two new jobs, two hats I'm wearing. Uh, first one is working uh, for Pure IP in a solutions director role, which is really exciting. I've worked with Pure IP for many years as a partner um, and kind of know those guys really well so uh, for those that don't know they're in the kind of carrier operator connect direct routing space they also do other platforms as well um, obviously the teams bit is particularly interesting for me uh, so, so on that front I'm, I'm helping them with some new service innovations different bits and pieces that's awesome um, and as as well as that, then I'm doing uh, my own organization and my own company, Empowering Cloud. And that's really exciting as well. So breaking out on my own, I'm actually working with uh, James Rod, who was one of the previous founders of Modality as well. Uh, and that's uh, kind of looking at a new take on training and um, advice and enablement around Microsoft Teams. So online platform, video content-based training, but very real world, very field-based, very community-based. So uh, early days for that, I've got a couple of customers on board helping me with uh, kind of validating the concept and content, um, but I'm sure you'll hear more as I as I ramp that up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations, and that's really exciting. What a great start to, uh, tw- you know, 2022. Um, you know, and I'm sure, you know, you're going to stay within the world of Microsoft Teams, aren't you? And, yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, more more in it than ever, to be honest. Now with uh, both both the carrier side with Pure IP and uh, with the Empowering Cloud. Yeah, I mean, a big part of this move was for me to focus, really focus on this space. And you know, I, I did already, but I had a, a day job with some customers and consulting other bits and pieces as well. Um, so the aspiration is to spend even more time knowing what's going on in the space and helping customers. Yeah, excellent. Great. Well, I'm sure we're going to see lots more from Microsoft and Microsoft Teams this year. Um, I mean, to kick things off today, let's talk, talk, talk through the news. I mean, whoa, we've got another monthly active user count been announced. Yeah, another, another, days. another big number out of the quarterly results. So uh, now the, the official line has surpassed 270 million monthly active users. So this quarter just gone. Uh, so the last number we got was July 2021, which is 250 million daily active users so we've jumped uh, a good good jump again of, of sorry of monthly active users they've switched from daily to monthly um, so we've had a good jump there of uh, a few more million monthly active users just 20 million i mean that, I yeah think they, you know, it's, market, that's, it's marketing they just wanted to be able to say we've got more than 250 million you know uh, users now so i mean that's amazing isn't it it's, i mean just i mean it's got 20 million and you know things yeah. are yeah we're slowing down from the pandemic, I imagine, you know, in terms of numbers and traffic and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think yeah. so. The, 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 the one star on that number to consider is that Microsoft are mixing Teams personal and Teams for work. So Ooh. that they have had the Windows 11 push where they've put Teams personal in 
by default. Um, so they don't break these numbers down, but I wonder how much of that new set of users is Teams personal versus Teams for work. Um, obviously still a fantastic number, crazy numbers, crazy growth, it's all good. But um, when you're looking at this, you have to consider that it's both the consumer side and the work side as well. Uh, that's a good point. We talked about that you know, last year, didn't we? But uh, certainly bundling Microsoft Teams now in Windows 11, if you've pressed that button, you've probably yeah. seen that happen. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that's not pressed the upgrade button yet, Tom. I'm, I'm afraid. Uh, I've, that... got, I've, got one, I've got one laptop with, one laptop without. So I've got, I'm riding both sides of the fence. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we'll see, continue to see this year, Microsoft pushing Teams personal a lot more. They definitely want to be in the consumer space as well as the business space. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show as well. Great stuff. Well, next up, we said we'd talk about Microsoft Teams Essentials because we're hearing more and more about this. So tell us more. What's happened? Yeah. So Microsoft Teams Essentials is super interesting for a few reasons. So it's a new SKU of Microsoft Teams, a new, a new way to buy it. Um, and it's just Teams. So everything in Microsoft World for the last few years has been moving into um, suites or bundles of products. So, you know, E3, E5 is what you hear all the time. You pay your money, you get a whole bunch of services all together. Um, and Essentials breaks away from that and gives you a just Teams, as the name suggests. So it's, it's $4 uh, user a month, um, which is, you know, relatively aggressive compared to the kind of competitor platforms, which is obviously a big part of the conversation. Um, but I think more than that, in the I think in the SMB, SMC space, sometimes going to full Office 365 can be more than they want to do. So, for example, you know, you've got a company that's grown up on, let's say, Google, or they've got somebody else's hosted email. They're quite happy, but they just want a conferencing platform. Microsoft's previous story was come to Office 365, and it'd be like, well, you get your email, and you get this, and you get that, da, da, da. and it's like, oh, I, didn't, I don't want to change how my entire business works. I just want conferencing, so I'll go buy a another, you know, a Zoom, a WebEx or whatever, um, and just plug the gap I want to plug. So I think this is Microsoft saying, look, for a, a low price, we can plug that gap. And obviously Microsoft will hope that will probably gravitate into using more of Office 365. But it's, it's an interesting uh, level of kind of uh, commitment to that market to cut a skew specifically to serve that market. It shows how much they want the, the SMB, SMC or just non-Office 365 user space. Yeah, so that is interesting, and it's really cheap. Is that is it four dollars? But so, what do yeah. you get for four dollars? Uh, so you get, I, uh, let me what don't you get? <laughs> details. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much normal Teams. So you can do um, uh, group meetings of up to thirty hours. So why would you want to do more than currently thirty hours with up to three hundred participants? It, it's essentially all of Teams. It's not the telephony, um, but you can add on telephony to this as well. So you, so okay. this is a jump off point for adding voice in the SMB market as well um, okay. but other than that it's not really not really limited in any other way you just haven't got the rest of Office 365 the funny conversation is it's only five dollars for the base Office 365 license um, so so for a dollar extra you get an insurmountable amount of stuff you get all your SharePoint and your your OneDrive yeah. and your email and everything else um, and a lot of a lot of the mainstream media was making the point of like well, why would you do this? But that's not the use case. The use case is I'm, I'm super happy with what I've got. I just want to plug this gap and I don't want to be overwhelmed by all the other options. Interesting, yeah. Um, as you say, when, when is that out? Is that out now or is it? Yep, is it yeah, out now. It's, a, it's it's direct or via CSP. So you can get it via partner or you can get it direct. There's slight differences to that. But um, yeah, it's out about now. 
Super. Right. Next up, we said we talk about a new Microsoft Teams Rooms window release. Uh, what's happening around the room space? Yeah. So, so this is quite an um, interesting release. Uh, so, so it's just an update for Microsoft Teams Room. Um, but there's some nice additional uh, features here. So they're um, starting to preview their front row layout, which is their, if you saw any of the Ignite content, their new front of room experience. So different layouts, better, uh, more uh, kind of the more inclusive layout type idea. So everybody gets a frame on the on the screen, that kind of thing. Um, that's in preview. You can turn it on and off. Uh, you can switch cameras for the first time. So uh, not dynamic switching like it won't switch them for you but many people have room setups where they've got one camera for one scenario one camera for the other so now you can go to the console and change to the right camera for your meeting or even change mid-meeting as well uh, on the license side they've added azure ad premium one license to the room license um, bit techy techy but it gives you a whole bunch of device control stuff that you didn't have before so that's a nice uh, addition at no cost um, and they've put or Cortana on by default now. So out of the box experience, Cortana's on. Um, so if you are one of those organizations that is not for voice control, then you want to consider that. It's only It only works in certain markets at the moment. They're expanding that. But um, yeah, one to watch for admins if, you, if you're not down with voice control or you haven't had the conversation, um, that the, the, then you need to have the conversation because voice control is not uh, for everybody in terms of what's being discussed in those meetings. Obviously, it's Microsoft, it's super safe, it's super secure, but that doesn't stop people being nervous about it. Yeah, I'm sure though, but very handy, especially in today's world of, you know, touchless being the kind of new thing and, uh, you know, contactless, you know, COVID safe environments and all that. Kind yeah, of thing. it makes a lot of sense. It definitely yeah. makes a lot of sense. Just convenience wise as well. You know, you, once you know what the commands are, then being able to not have to move across the room to do things can be super useful. Yeah, and it's great timing, isn't it? Because everyone's talking about meeting equity at the moment, you know, and, and you know, being able to kind of have these new features for Microsoft in the rooms, you know, uh, you know, in meeting rooms, fantastic. Good to see. Yeah, there's a lot more coming in that space. Well, you're right. That is a really, really big theme. Uh, and it's something that Microsoft are really focused on. Like the, the fundamentals of meetings are arguably similar on different platforms where Microsoft think they can stand out is that that inclusiveness that end user experience that hybrid you know support the hybrid working scenario so you will see more in the room technology for sure yeah good stuff okay next up we said we'd talk about Microsoft Teams PowerShell um, yeah, I know you love I know you love a bit of PowerShell you love right? a bit of PowerShell yeah you're gonna have to explain <laughs> this one to me yeah, uh, yeah this is uh, um, so PowerShell is the command line to control Teams config so for, for techie techies this is an important one for anybody using direct routing or any partners that have, that have direct routing scripts they're changing some of the commandlets that um, assign phone numbers so lots and lots of organizations I know and lots of partners have scripts that work with direct routing to set the users up assign the users numbers uh, you've got a bit of time that the old commandlets uh, which is set CS online voice user set CS online application instance and set CS online voice application instance I know the last one's your favorite um, the they are going away and the new ones are going to be uh, set CS phone number assignment and set CS phone oh sorry and remove CS phone number assignment so um, get on your scripts now uh, start moving and testing over because they will stop working when those other commands go away so uh, and this is one of the things again with the cloud things change you need to stay on top of this stuff for sure yeah you don't want to get caught out but yeah thanks for t you know stepping me through that i'm, I'm with you um, <laughs> every single word you said um next up we said we're talking about teams work to teams consumer chat 
Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, exactly what it says, although Microsoft have a million different terms for this. So it's really, it's a really fun conversation I'm having at the moment where you've got Teams work and you've got Teams personal, but Microsoft don't really have official names for those things. It's all just Microsoft Teams in the marketing, uh, except when they come and try and explain a feature like this, and then they have to have a way to differentiate. So they kind of bounce between Teams personal, Teams consumer, Teams for life. Um, but there is a version of Teams you can sign up with as a consumer Microsoft account, Outlook account for most people. And there's the version of Teams that is with Office 365, the work version. And um, up until now, those two were siloed from a chat perspective. So if I was at work and I wanted to talk to one of my family members and they were using Teams Consumer, I couldn't actually directly talk to them. Uh, and now that functionality is, is rolled out. Uh, it's pretty much across all tenants now. Um, really useful for some scenarios, like some SMBs use consumer accounts as well. So that comes into play, like individual contractors, things like that. Um, but it is again on by default. So from a compliance and understanding point of view, admins need to make sure they're happy with how it works. They're happy that people in the organization will be talking to consumers, personal individuals and, and vice versa. Personal individuals, if they know the email address of the person in the organization can send the message in. Um, it, it, it sends an invite and they can decline the invite. And if they persistently invite up to 10 times, eventually it just blocks them. So it's fairly well architected from a like risk point of view. Right. Um, but if you've got like execs and stuff with publicly known email addresses, you probably maybe want to block at least the consumers being able to hit them inbound. And, and that's the nice thing. You can block it in each direction. So they, the execs could still reach out to their friends and family if they want, but you can block inbound invitations as an example. Okay, that's an interesting. And it's an interesting tactic to obviously encourage that consumer application, isn't it? Because if I can bridge my family and friends, which I don't think I really want to do during the day at work, but um, if I wanted to do that, then that you know I can do that now, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people have people have the use case for it for sure. It goes a little bit further than that as well. If you invite somebody who hasn't got Teams, it will ping them an email saying, "Hey, come and sign up for a free account and get in the conversation." So it's a little bit of a viral uh, adoption thing as well, where you can just put any email address in or any phone number in, because um, consumers can register by phone number as well as email, and it will ping them and say, "Hey, someone wants to reach you on Teams." Good. Was that available in Skype? Um, yeah. Between Skype and Skype for Business. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, the the um, yeah, it's got Skype Consumer and Skype for Business could talk to each other. In fact, yeah. Teams could talk to Skype Consumer up until now as well and still can um i don't skype consumer is still doing crazy numbers so people are using it i don't know who's using it but it's still doing big numbers um but but in 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 my kind of circles it wasn't very common but that's still available in teams as well hmm. interesting stuff yeah good good i like that one uh, in terms of um next update we said we'll talk about microsoft 365 admin center what's happening on that front yeah, this is interesting. So a little bit off just the, the beaten Teams path, but I thought this was a really smart move from Microsoft. So Microsoft uh, flood administrators with all these messages about Office 365 changing. You know, it's an evergreen platform. There's always stuff going on. Um, a lot of it won't be relevant for you. You know, there'll be like, there's this new Excel plugin feature that somebody uses maybe perhaps. Um, so what they're doing, which is cool, is in the message center, the, the place where the messages come to administrators, they're going to count how many users are impacted by the notice. So based on service metrics, they'll be able to say, 
this impacts five of your users or 50 of your users or 5,000 of your users or all of your users. So it's a great way for admins to be able to understand, oh, that impacts everybody. I should read that as a priority um, or this impacts nobody. We don't use that feature. Don't need to worry about it. Nice. I like that one. Okay, so uh, next up, we said we'd uh, talk about Tom Morgan's new book. Um, you, you seem to know quite a bit about this. Tom, do you want to just guide us through? Yeah, yeah, this is interesting. So, so Tom Morgan, I, I work with very closely. He was a, an MVP at Modality uh, on the development side, does lots of teams development. And, and he's put a book together, and it's really quite interesting. I, I've been through it a bit. It's a, it's a combination of a book for teams as a development platform for normal people quote unquote and developers so it kind of slides through the whole power platform citizen developer stuff you can do in teams and goes then towards the more developer proper codey end of the scale uh, i'm having lots of conversations with customers particularly around power platform where they're starting to talk about yeah we've deployed teams like we're using it but now we want to do the business app integration or we want to do some you know custom bespoke workflows that kind of thing um, so i think it's very very timely i can definitely definitely recommend it uh, and it's on lean pub that we'll put a link in the comments i'm sure but um yeah very cost-effective way to get a good handle on what's going on with kind of apps and bots and the team's platform yeah tom's very uh well versed in that area isn't he in a developer and uh yeah yeah he, he, really, he really lives it in, in this kind of world of low code no code apps bots plugins and everything else connectors you know i can't what a great time to kind of launch a book like that so uh yeah we'll definitely put a link in the description so you can jump on that. So that's today's news update. Um, next up, we said we talk, you know, plug a few events coming up just to mention, uh, you know, what's uh, available for you to visit, whether it's be uh, virtual or in person. But uh, Tom, what's top of the list? Yeah, so top of the list, uh, a bit of a self-plug, so Teams Fireside Chat. So uh, myself and Mark Vale, who runs the Commsverse show, um, have put together a, uh, a monthly online I hesitate to call it a user group because we're trying to do a different approach, but a group. Um, we're having a 20-minute fast-paced uh, session from an expert. So no no fluff, no kind of big marketing pitches. We're going to pre-vet kind of friends in the, in the space who, are, who know their stuff. Uh, they'll do a 20-minute session. And then we're just going to roll into open floor slash Q&A. So uh, we're hoping, we've already got a lot of registrations, but we're hoping lots of people will turn up and just have open conversations. So it might be about the session, might be asking the speaker, but equally, it might just be their thoughts, their challenges, uh, and we'll just let that conversation run on. So we're going to do that every month on the uh, first Thursday at uh, four o'clock GMT or UK time. And then that will catch the US in the morning as well. Uh, so there's a link in the description. But yeah, if, if you're in this space and you want to get more engaged with the community, I think that, that should be a good one. Great. We'll put a link in the description. But yeah, if you want... To, you know, to have that chance to you know talk to the experts, uh, talk to Tom live, then you know jump on there and register for the event. Uh, sounds like a fantastic opportunity. Um, next up, we said we talk about the CloudCom Summit. That you know this event has come back again. Um, you know it's here in London. Uh, yeah, in up, person, uh, in real real life. Hopefully, in real life. Yeah, I mean we've been, we've both been going for a few years now. It's, it's a great event. You know, what do you think, Tom? Is that is that you know? Is the kind of conversation kind of tone changed? You know, do we think we're going to have, you know see hear some you know different insights this year at the CloudCom Summit? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, this is the first back to in-person one, and they were one of the last events to go before all the lockdown. Um, so there's been a decent gap going to physical, and I think it'll like the conversation as as we kind of 
shutdown pre-pandemic was about you know um, teams and the SaaS platforms and where partners play in this world and that kind of thing so I think that conversation has just been accelerated um, I also think that they've they've been doing lots of work Avell and, and their associates have been lots of work around M&A and acquisitions and all that kind of thing so I think there'll be a lot of conversation about how the whole space has changed uh, but it's a great one for partners service providers to really get an inside track on what's what's going on in the space yeah, as you say, Inside Track, a great event. Um, do log on to the website. Uh, we'll put a link in the description. Uh, it is a ticketed event, so certainly uh, jump on there and get in, get a ticket while you can. Uh, next up, we said we'd talk about Teams Nation 2022. Tell us more about this event, Tom, because you know it's not an event I've been to, but you know what's what's it all about? Yeah, this is a, a community-driven event by a, a bunch of really dedicated MVPs going for a few years now, uh, and they're really, really good at getting like some top-level speakers from kind of Microsoft and in the community as well. So it's one of one of my kind of favourite online events. Uh, they've got you know um, people like Jeff Taper, um, Rish Tandon, Karat Karawana, Ilya. So it's so like top people in Teams uh, at the event talking, and, and Microsoft have been very good, particularly in the Teams. Team about being very open in these community events so they don't come with the super rehearsed marketing pitch they tend to be fairly open which is nice uh, so yeah it's online a free event uh, you can register and kind of pick from the sessions and then they go up on stream as well afterwards um, but yeah highly recommended to even if you just pick out a couple of sessions don't feel like you have to watch the whole thing back to back there's some really really good real world speakers there Fantastic. Yeah. Some great events coming up. I mean, you know, and, and good to see that they're not just online, they're in person as well. So yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking at uh, Cloudscom Summit. It'll be my first in-person of uh, of this year. I did do the uh, Contact Center Expo last year, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to some in-person time. Yeah, super. And last but not least, I thought I would plug UC Summit 2022, which, uh, but as recording this, it's actually just closing off its first week, and then it's going on demand for 30 days. So uh, rolling across the month of February, you've got an on-demand experience. Uh, just jump on ucsummit.com, and uh, there's a whole host of you know great pieces of content and you know vendor virtual booths to find out what's been going on. And the focus of the event has been the big UC updates. It's all about kind of getting the updates from the vendors and they talk us through what their plans are across 2022 so it's been busy so far uh, love to see you there so jump on ucsummit.com yeah i did a session i did a panel with patrick on there so there's um it was a good fun actually we got into it's always good fun with patrick from cavell there's always some good questions absolutely and last but not least if you didn't see our uh, 2022 predictions piece from last month do jump on have a look at the january update it is it was uh, our microsoft teams predictions month and tom did we have a fantastic time talking to the experts i mean yeah it was so good. i've had so much good feedback and the funny thing is so many analysts uh, kind of financial analysts and stuff have watched that show because i got loads of pingbacks on like do you agree with this one do you think about that one so uh, yeah it was very well received we had some great experts on there i appreciate their time and uh, i love that format because it gives us something to look back on next year to see who who was uh, on the money yeah absolutely hey tom thanks very much for today it's been good to see you yeah thanks rob yeah good time and we'll be back next month with uh, more news no doubt Absolutely. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to the UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a Microsoft Teams fan and you want to be part of the conversation, you can connect with Tom or myself on LinkedIn and Twitter and our social links are also in the description. So I'm Rob, Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.